Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome again to another great broadcast from the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. We have a super exciting show for you, especially for you women who are kind of like all I do is stuff for other people. How do I get back to doing for me? Because my special guest today is Florian Latrul, and she is a specialist in helping women become the star of their own show. So I'm excited that you guys are here, and we're going to get started. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about this superstar. So Florian is a global speaker and leadership coach who specializes, like I said, in helping women become the star of their own show. As a young woman, Florian was diagnosed with a chronic illness, and doctors told her she would never be able to have children. Since then, she has been able to lose 20 kilos, reverse and heal her disease, become a mother, yay, against all odds, and leave her high-paid but unfulfilling corporate job, I know many of you know how that is, to start her now thriving coaching business. Florian works with women to transform mindsets, behavioral patterns, and habits to create stunning results. From quitting sugar addictions to becoming powerful entrepreneurs, making braver, faster choices, and finding their voice. Florian helps women take ownership of their lives, take center stage, and become the star of their own show. So I'm excited to have you here, and I'd like to welcome you to Pumped Up Parenting, Florian. Thank you so much for having me here. I am so looking forward to sharing some wisdom, I hope. Absolutely. <laughs> to, I know after your talking listeners. to you when we talked earlier, yes. you have a lot to, to share. And I'm excited for the audience to really get some key golden nuggets to make their lives much better. Yes, so let I'm me excited. ask you a question. How did you realize, I know you had this illness, what all of a sudden clicked in you to make you realize you needed to transform yourself? Yeah, so I was diagnosed with the autoimmune condition lupus when I was 19. And I had been told that I would probably end up in a wheelchair and that I would not uh, be able to have children. And I was given this medicine that was likely to make me blind one day. And that I had accepted. I thought this was going, I mean, I had accepted. I had thought this was going to be my reality. And I was trying to build my life around that um, sentence that I had been given. 
And I studied events management at university and communication. And I had big dreams to organize big, shiny events. But I always had that fear behind my head thinking, I need to, to think about what it will be like once I am in a wheelchair. And potentially, I, w I didn't know how much I would be able to move my body and all that. So I was always making myself small, even though naturally I had always big dreams, big vision, I was making myself small. I was 27, so that's a few years later, still taking that medicine in a corporate job in, a in the pharmaceutical industry where it wasn't very creative, it was highly paid, um, but at least it was quite secure in terms of money, but also in terms of my body. If I became ill in a wheelchair, I would probably be, have been able to keep my job. And I was so, 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 so bored. I was so bored. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, as I'm talking to you now, I can actually remember myself looking on the computer at the clock and the minutes to go by. And I've always, I'm, I'm a person who've always had no interest in reading the news, but I spent half of my day reading the news just to pass the time <laughs> because I didn't actually have enough work to do in that job. And also I remember hearing, I remembered hearing um, a colleague that was sitting right opposite me who had um, more, in, more interesting jobs and uh, two children and telling me about her life, what her life was like. And I, was, and I just kept thinking, I was listening to her every single day, except for Wednesdays, because she wasn't working Wednesdays. <laughs> I remember thinking, I don't want this life. I don't want this life. I, you know, this is it. I, I mean, I don't want children. One day, hopefully, even though I had been told I wouldn't be able to have children, I just thought, this, I don't want this life. And one day I came home from work, sat down on my sofa, picked a magazine and uh, opened it and just saw a whole four pages article on mindfulness. I had never heard of mindfulness before. This was a very new thing in the French speaking world. Um, I, I just became very uh, alert when I read this article and I told my partner, I think there's something then. Um, I Googled it. There was something starting locally a couple of months later. I enrolled eight-week training. Um, did that training, which I found the most boring thing ever on the planet. I didn't get the point of it, but somehow I was called to go through it. I took it very seriously. We, my partner enrolled as well as support. We told um, our families that we would not be in touch for eight weeks because we had to concentrate and be mindful, <laughs> which which the not the point but we thought that was the point that mindfulness we had to be quiet and just be within ourselves and not communicate with the world and um it was afterwards once the eight-week training finished that it all started to click i started missing meditating because i had stopped and as i started missing it i started thinking okay what else is that telling me and I just became aware of things. And one example that I like to give, and I think I gave to you when we first talked, is noticing 
the, the bloom in the trees, the, the flowers blossoming in the trees. And I asked my partner, is this the first year that it happens? I think I've never witnessed flowers blossoming in trees before. And he was like, no, Florian, this happens every single spring. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what else have I missed? And I, became, I started became, becoming aware of everything. The drug that I was taking every day for my illness that could make me blind, which I could no longer take. Um, the food I was putting in my mouth and then I just thought, okay, if, if I can't take this medicine, which I've been told I've got to take, because otherwise it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And I had been told, if you stop, you won't be able to start again because it doesn't work if you stop. It no longer works. And I just thought, okay, Google, Google, Google. I went on Google and I was like, you know, curing lupus. How can you cure lupus? <laughs> you know, things that you do, like most people do, I suppose. And I, I wonder why I didn't do it 10 years before. But anyway, uh, and I started noticing stories reading stories of people healing themselves with nutrition and change of life and it just that was like another turning point and i started changing my nutrition because it just made so much sense and i was reading those stories not just one but like hundreds of stories i just thought there is something there for me and so that was like that was like a major so mindfulness really was the trigger number one trigger and then number two trigger was my father um, I went for a long weekend to the south of France, where I'm from. I'm currently in Switzerland uh, for two more months. And uh, I went there for the weekend and I told my dad, look, this is how I feel. I'm so bored. Um, I'm earning all this money, but I'm just so bored. And we were having a lovely drink on a terrace in the south of France. And he said to me, what are you doing with your life? Just quite your job, create your business. This is, this is what I've always seen you doing anyway. And I was like, oh, really? But I, aren't I too young? <laughs> and so I went back to Switzerland. I quit my job. And from then on, I started a journey of soul searching, which was actually quite fast in terms of what I wanted to do next. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a long story, but I could actually go on. So I'll, I'll stop there. <laughs> yeah, that's, but it really uh, shows how monumental a parent's support is. You know, we talk about that all the time in Pumped Up Parenting, how you have to be there for your kids. Yeah, you have to, to, you know, listen to them and, and understand them. And your dad had already seen that passion in yeah. you, yeah. which was awesome. And then to totally support you, you know, a lot of parents, you have a good paying job. They'll be like, why are you doing this? You're throwing yeah. away this great job mm -hmm. that can support you you know, and, and your dad, bless his heart, is yeah. like, get out of there, you know, yeah. go do, I knew this was what you were meant for all along, mm -hmm. day for dad, round of yeah. applause yeah. for yeah. your father, for sure, yeah. so you empowered yourself, you mm -hmm. took control of what you previously thought you had no control over, yeah. mm -hmm. and then you decided, you know what, if I can do it, others can do it, and I can yeah. help them, yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about your journey into helping other women and mm -hmm. how you realized you could be a really strong um, mentor to yeah. women who are trying to find themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's an interesting question. This, this actually started way before the condition lupus. And I actually think... I actually have thanked the universe or whatever to have sent me that condition because it's put me back on my path. Because if I remember myself, Florian being eight years old, 
I was already coaching all the girls on the playground at school. I was already doing this. I remember there was this girl um, who was bullied. She, had, she lacked confidence and I, I would be coaching her. I would be telling her, you know, what, okay, so what can you do, you know, in the next playground? How can you face these people? And, you know, and, and I was... Not for you! <laughs> and I love it, that. <laughs> it lasted for a couple of years and I was... I was her and still today I, I think about her because obviously she she's she was important to me in a, on my journey so it started then and then also it was witnessing women in my family who had so much to offer starting with my grandmother who wrote at least one novel that we know of and just burnt it without anyone being able to read it no and, way yeah and everyone around my my all the women in my family was strong like they appeared strong but they wasted their life they always hid themselves behind their husbands, lacked confidence, uh, relied on food a lot to feel happy. And um, that created a lot of um, concern for me as a child. I was always, I remember, you know, witnessing my mother, especially um, since I was living with her and also trying to help her, which wasn't my role, but trying to uh, help her to this day. I sometimes still have, still have that role because now she comes and asks for help because she knows what I do. And, but it, so it's a I think it's it was meant to be <laughs> really um, absolutely that was your path it was my path and you know when I started that journey on soul searching I walked in I hired a coach straight away and I walked into his office and I hardly had time to sit down and he said you you were born to be a coach I mean we can do the eight-week program no problem but I, we, I think we know already <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know if that answered your question but <laughs> and, and you know what's funny is when i was in second grade i you know i teach so i consider yeah. coaching as well teaching mm -hmm. because yeah. of course it is and i have a kids fitness company that i've had for 33 years where i teach kids fitness so mm -hmm. i i always teach yeah. and when i was in second grade i used to, i wanted to be an art teacher but that didn't happen um, but when I was in second grade, I used to teach all the kids art. I used to teach them art all the time. Mm -hmm. And I all I used to teach my little brother math, which is amazing because I'm not that good at math and he's like yeah. a genius. But he was, you know, six years younger than me. So yeah. I used to teach him fractions yeah. for whatever I knew. And um and so I always knew I wanted to be a teacher when I graduated from college. Mm -hmm. um, well, when I went to college, I was going to be an art teacher. And they literally told everyone that if you were planning on going into education, you would never get a job because yeah. the United States was so overfull with teachers. Mm -hmm. See, here I am today, a teacher, and here yeah. you a coach. So um, I, you are meant to yeah, and I And I hear you because I was told when I was... 18 actually just and I think just I always think about that just before I got diagnosed with lupus I wanted to study psychology and uh, I had been told no you cannot because you're not good at math you need math for statistics and stuff and a few months later I developed lupus and guess where it appeared first in my hands I could not open my hands I could not write at university because I chose a topic that was not meant for me right right I, that, and I know that my, my body was just showing me yeah exactly it shows yeah. up yeah. so how do you help you know without giving away you know your entire coaching plan yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how do you help women find their bravery find the ability to stand up for themselves because as you and i know there are a lot of women 
that are in relationships and they're kind of just there taking care of things. Mm -hmm. Maybe their spouse or partner is, is the star of their show, but they are just the background, you know, mm -hmm. they're, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the garnish on, mm -hmm. <laughs> on it. Yeah. So, um, how do you help women find their bravery? And, you know, if you could offer some advice mm -hmm. to those listening, like somewhere that they could start to recognize their inner yeah. genius, their inner yeah. gifts. Yeah, well, obviously, this is a very general question. For, depends on each woman, you know, have women coming for specific topics. But generally, it's always, 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 always starts with listening to your inner voice, finding some quiet to listen to our intuition, always asking ourselves, what do I actually want from this life? What do I actually want from this relationship? What's in it for me? You know, because as women, we tend to give, 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 especially when we become mothers. I mean, most of my clients are mothers and um, they lose their identity of self. You know, they become mother, they become wife um, and they, they find it very, very hard to, to know who they are. And they come to me because they want to be the star of their own show and they want to know who, are, who I am, who am I and what do I actually want to do. So first thing is always to, to clarify what do you actually want? What makes you happy right now and what doesn't make you happy? And uh, to take it from there to... Um, what, what I like to do is I, I like to invite them to take what I call an, an energetic leap quite quickly so something that's going to be that's going to sound so much fun but also very scary <laughs> because it's something that just feel like oh this is not for me I can't do that this is for other people but I can't actually do that I'm not good enough or I'm not um, you know, who do I think I am and I like to make them go in that ocean of excitement quite quickly so identifying what is it that would actually um, tickle you with passion that's what I like to say uh, you know in your whole body and actually doing it um, bravery is about finding out what you actually really want what are you here for on this planet and having the courage to do it and as mothers it is I believe our responsibility to do that in order to show the example to our children because we mothers or you know, always want the best for our children we want them to have their best life and we want them to be happy I mean I, I hear women mothers tell me all the time oh I just want my kids to be happy but what does it actually mean it's not just about giving them, you know, the perfect Montessori bedroom and, um, you know, it's, it's about showing them what is happy. Right. And what are they learning if you're not happy? Exactly. If you are not, you know, feeling great about your life. Yeah. What is that indirectly teaching your kids? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in a lot of women, it's, um, I suppose what they come to me for is it's usually like a profession where they they want um, yeah they, they they want to feel more 
they want to have more impact in their profession and um, and kind of detach themselves from the the obviously they're still mothers but to to gain that freedom of um, of a self accomplishment they want to be recognized with another title or something else and mother so they are when they come to me they are ready for that they a lot of them have um, have been have chosen to be housewives for a few years and um and they want to move away from that because the kids are growing and they're like this is not this is not right fit for me anymore right yeah. right I, you know and the kids do grow and they get older each year and and mm -hmm. although children regardless i mean teenagers they always need you to be there yeah they also will find great pride in you becoming you you know mm -hmm. and doing what you desire to do you know that teaches them so much because it teaches mm -hmm. them hey if she can do it i can do it you know and it does it's it's so important and you know a lot of my clients they they discover that they used to love dancing that's one thing that is common theme that's probably because i love dancing so i must be attracting them and uh, so they start dancing again in the kitchen in the, you know at home because they're creating that life that actually feels so fulfilling and they start dancing with the children and those who have children who are older you know they always tell me the first few times their kids are looking at them like who is this weirdo in the house? <laughs> What's happening to our mom? And then eventually they join in and the dynamic of the family changes. And for those who have teenagers, I'm always amazed to hear stories because I'm not you know, familiar with teenagers in terms of uh, personal experiences. My son is only three. But um, yeah, the way that it changed the dynamic communication with the teens where it used to be problematic, but because the mother is now blossoming, the relationship is also blossoming. It's... Uh, yeah it's magical the the impact on the family is strong absolutely they i mean they see you as a different you know person they see you yeah. in the, more independent more yeah. taking control more realizing hey you know i like to do this so i'm going to yeah you know and and i'm going to involve you guys in it you yeah. know it's going to be like a family project let's get mom doing yeah. what mom needs to do right now yeah. you know yeah. And yeah, I love that together. family project. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They, you know, and um, it, it makes such a difference to, to mm -hmm. not just to kids, but it makes a difference because their mother is happier. Is happy, you know. And when you're happy, you know, I, you know, I'm on this mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, a big reason why parents yell at their children is because those parents are unhappy yeah. Oh, yeah they have their own inner battles mm -hmm. they're not happy yeah they get out on their kids by yelling they're reactive yeah. they're not proactive oh yeah you know? and when you're able to empower yourself mm -hmm. then you can turn around easily and empower your kids yeah and when exactly what you're saying also you know about yelling at children and that's why also what the feedback that i get is they are able to because they are happier there's that i guess you know like inner peace and it's, it's also hormonal they're able to step back and breathe more before reacting they're not in that reactive mode anymore uh, or less um so I, I definitely hear that a lot as feedback and That's actually great. i just remember i just remember um it's not direct feedback it's one of my neighbor where i used to live downstairs neighbor we used to hear her scream at her children all the time and she's a lovely lady but 
she would lose it in, in her home with her two kids. And one day it all stopped and I bumped into her and I chatted with her and I said, oh, you know, I didn't tell her, oh, you, we don't hear you screaming anymore, but I just asked, you know, how are you doing? And she said, well, I've quit my job. And I feel so much happier because she was being bullied at work. And um, she stopped from just no more screaming, zero, gone. It was like, wow. <laughs> so there was like so much to do with you, your yeah. inner feelings. Yeah. You know, it's like we, I advise parents, if their child changes disposition, you know, they change mood, they change yeah. their attitude. They, they don't come out when they used to come out and be with people. That's a big, huge, you yeah. know, red flag of being bullied or yeah. something's going on. It's the same with adults. Yeah. You know, I mean, adults, if an adult is miserable, they can't possibly create a happy childhood for their kids. You, can, you cannot. Because they're it, miserable. Yeah, it all, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't, you just can't. It's not possible. You, you might try, but you've got to feed yourself first. You've got to fill in your um, love bank account, your self-love bank account, so self-respect. Absolutely. So, if it's, it's empty, worth the time. You know, no, it, you know if you need to go out in an hour and go get a haircut, go get your nails done, go shopping, go sit on a park bench and read. If you need to do those things, yeah. go do them. Go we do all them. need to do those things. We yeah. all need it's, timeouts. And we all need timeouts. Us. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I would be an awful mom if I didn't have timeout. I yeah. know it. To me, time, and, parents need more timeouts than kids do. I know they're always giving yeah. their kids timeouts. But yeah. if more parents would give themselves a timeout, yeah. they wouldn't have to give their kids yeah. a timeout. Yeah. Yeah. And I think being the star of your own show as a, as a mother is also that is knowing what you need, you know, why do I actually need to be the best mom? And it's going to vary from person to person. What do I actually need? And it, it will vary from day to day. You know, what do I actually need today? <laughs> you know, maybe we, you, I know, for example, this week I'm launching a new program. So I know I've already told my husband, I need more space this week to create, to communicate with people, but also to fill my, my, you know, peace <laughs> in a peace bank account, because otherwise I'm going to lose it with him, with my son. I know it is human, just human, normal human exactly. behavior. Yeah. <laughs> and so I mean, knowing. with this whole coronavirus thing, yeah. you know, it's causing mm -hmm. so many parents stress. I was just at my daughter's house. And yes. there, you know, she's going through a lot of that. She's got her work she has to do. She has my three-year-old grandson who's really not mm -hmm. getting the attention he needs to be getting. Yeah. His attitude's changing because she has work. Her husband has work. And, mm -hmm. and you know, her two kids are home. And, yeah. and it's, it causes all this pressure. You really yeah. have to recognize what you need. Yeah. Oh, you do. You know, because... Yeah. You know how they, what they used to say, if, if mama's not happy, nobody's happy. So no. <laughs> get no, mama happy. <laughs> yeah, get mama happy first. And, and yeah. you deserve it. I, you know, I think a lot of women don't think they deserve it. They don't mm -hmm. think they're worthy of their mm -hmm. own happiness. And you absolutely, everyone is. Everyone, everyone is worthy. Every single one. <laughs> yep, everyone. And we are so, here to experience happiness. We're not here to struggle. <laughs> right. It's like I tell people, you know, none of us are getting out of here alive. Yeah. So you might as well, you know, Maybe. make this the best <laughs> life you can make it. Yeah. You don't know yeah. when your time is up. You don't know how long you got. This is it. 
not a this dress rehearsal. Yeah. Make yourself happy. Do yeah. what you need to do. Sit down mm -hmm. with your family if you're going to start a new project, just like you did, and say, you know what? I'm going to start being an author. I'm going to start being a dancer. I'm going to be whatever. And I'm, yeah. this is what I need to do. And I yeah. would love for you guys to help me and yeah. support me. Yeah. You know? And it, it works. It works. So, some husbands sometimes are a bit resistant because they're used to some comfort of the mother, the wife uh, taking care of everything. But eventually, if the, if, well, not if, I was going to say if the, 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 the woman that comes to me is determined, but it's not just that. Eventually, very quickly, they see how happy their wife become. That's actually what I want to say first. And that's actually the game changer for them. I, I have a client who started not, a couple of weeks ago and her husband was supportive, but not 100%. And because every time, every day he comes home from work and he sees her grinning because she's taking care of herself. She's uh, giving space to her ideas and projects. She says, he tells me every night, what's happening to you, darling? You're smiling all the time. You're happy. And now he's supporting her 100%. He said, actually, you can have my office. Have my office. You can, you know, he, he's just so excited because she's happy and she's, you know, it's nicer to be around her. And she's got more time suddenly with kids because she's happy. So she doesn't have excuses of wasting her time on mobile phone because she's there. She's happy. <laughs> she's more present. Exactly. Exactly. And it makes yeah. their relationship stronger. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it brings back the intimacy. You like yeah. find yeah. this it joy does. again, this happiness, this love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, instead oh, yeah. of it being like a battle. Yeah. And just, just find that partnership thing. again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. You for discover sure. the joy that was there when you first started this relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I can vote for that even personally. Like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a win-win for everyone. It's, it's a win -win. wonderful yeah. that you do this. And I love that you call it the Star Garden Show. <laughs> yeah, I so, love it too. <laughs> I know you have a wonderful freebie for mm -hmm. our wonderful audience that is watching. Well, that I should say that is listening to us. Mm -hmm. So can you tell us about what you offering, what you're offering to them, please? Yes. So I created this amazing, <laughs> fun uh, video training on how to be the star of your own show. So I'm saying it's amazing and I'm saying it's fun because I had so much fun creating it. So much fun. Um, it was the first um, video tool that I created in English. So I was very excited to create it. And it will take you through um, a series of questions, really powerful questions in a video where you will see, even if you don't fully take the time to answer those questions, just hearing them will start shifting things in you because these are really powerful questions. So and, um, you will link the... the yeah, so yeah. guys, you will find the link to that and I'm going to be one of the first ones to go to it because I, I, I love doing things like that. So, you know, let's see what else is in me. <laughs> Although, yeah, well, there's already small. But all parenting and kids, that, that's like <laughs> my passion. But um, I'll definitely be going for that. And yes, there'll be a link in the description and a link to every way that you can reach out to Florian. But if you wouldn't mind telling them so they can hear how they can work with you, learn more about what you're doing and become one of your stars and your fans. Yeah, sure. So if you already want to see um, my vibe, I'm on Instagram every day. So you can catch me there. A lot of it is in French, but more and more is coming in English. So don't be scared. Um, and you can go on my website where I have an English um, 
side. You can read all about me. And of course, you can contact me directly if you are interested to work with me directly on one-to-one. And also, I offer some online programs that will get you started if you are looking to become the star of your own show ASAP. It's urgent. <laughs> time it is, is urgent. And who, who doesn't <laughs> want to be the star of their own show? Oh, it's your it's, time, ladies. It's so, amazing. You know, you've waited long it's, enough. <laughs> it's amazing. Ask yourself every day. I know what 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 does the show look like today for me? You know, it's just so right. empowering. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And I can tell you guys, you know, every little milestone that you do that you've only thought years and years to do. You know, when I wrote my book, Taming the Toddler. Yeah, I'm 62 years old. Don't wait 60 years to do what you have to do, guys. Do it. Yeah. Do, do it, it now. You have like forever. But also, if you're listening and you're my age or older, it's never too late. It it's is never, never too, late. too late to be the star of your own show. No. It's never too late to do the things you wanted to do. Uh, if you want to read a success story about someone who started late in life, read about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken because that all got started when that man was 65 years old. So it is never too late for you ladies to become the star of your own show. And Florian will get you there sooner than later. So check her out. I am honored to have you on the show. I am so glad you joined me. You are so awesome. And uh, absolutely the star (laughs) of your show. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that my, my parents could, you know, discover you through this podcast. Thank you. It was an honor. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Absolutely. So parents, this is Celia with Pumped Up Parenting, bringing a close to another podcast with the amazing Florian. And I hope you go into the description, you check out her links, you get her freebie, you watch that video and you become the star of your own show. Here's wishing you all days filled with peace, love, and tons of laughter. You know what I say. It's the best medicine, so start laughing a lot. And we'll see you here next time on Pumped Up Parenting. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I hope you found some great advice and some interesting topics that really make your day and help to make your family the best it can be. Be sure to head over to PumpedUpParenting.com to grab your free copy of the Patience Playbook and get more patience and more joy in your life and in your family's life. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that all of you can blossom from. Bye-bye.